0: Welcome to the first edition of the Wake and Rake podcast, all new daily special called Rake Ten. If you haven't already heard, we will be creating 10-minute episodes every single day. Headlines, recaps, news you need to know, and we'll mix in some cup of Brooksy. Wake up to Wake and Rake every day. Make it part of your daily listening schedule. Of course, this is all on top of our regularly scheduled Wake and Rake full one-hour episodes. It's just icing on the cake, baby. First, Rake 10 let's do it. Happy All-Star Weekend. We have the Home Run Derby on Monday night, All-Star Game on Tuesday. We already had the Futures Game and Celebrity Softball Game and the 2022 Major League Baseball Draft commenced on Sunday evening in Los Angeles. Jackson Holiday, the son of former MLB All-Star Matt Holiday, was taken number one overall by the Baltimore Orioles, followed by Drew Jones, another familiar name, who went number two overall to the Diamondbacks. Jones was the number one-ranked prospect, according to CBS Sports, and he is the son of former Atlanta Braves All-Star center fielder, Andrew Jones, Kumar Rocker, remember him? Taking number three to the Texas Rangers, the former Vanderbilt superstar was selected tenth overall last year by the New York Mets, but New York opted not to sign him after reviewing his medical records. He joins his former Vanderbilt teammate Jack Leader, in Texas. Other notables include Cooper Jerpy, Oregon State Southpaw, taken by St. Louis at twenty-two. The Yankees took a six-foot-seven outfielder. That sounds familiar, right? Aaron Judge. Yeah, there it was. Spencer Jones out of Vanderbilt. Tennessee standout. Drew Gilbert is off to Houston. Tennessee's Ben Joyce, owner of the 105 mile per hour fastball. He's off to Los Angeles. The Angels, that is. The Angels took him in the draft. And Robert Moore, the son of Royals executive Dayton Moore, was drafted by the Brewers. This Justin, Clayton Kershaw, will get the nod for the National League on the bump. Of course, The All-Star Game is being held in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. Should be an exciting moment for Clayton Kershaw, who has never started an All-Star Game before in his long career. Rays lefty Shane McClanahan will start for the American League. The Juan Soto trade rumors are starting to swirl. The 23-year-old superstar reportedly rejected a 15-year, $440 million contract extension offer from the Washington Nationals. And there is belief now that Soto, who is a free agent after the 2024 season, could be traded sooner rather than later. We will have more on the Home Run Derby and All Star festivities, but let's take a look at what the MLB playoff field would look like if the season ended today. In the National League, the Dodgers and Mets are your top two seeds. They would get a buy. Remember, it's an expanded playoff this year. Six teams get in. The top two seeds have a buy in the Wild Card round. In the National League, that would be the Dodgers and Mets. The Phillies would be the sixth seed. They would take on the Milwaukee Brewers, the three seed. And the San Diego Padres would be the five seed, hitting the road against the Atlanta Braves, who would be the four seed. Over in the American League, the Yankees and Astros are your one, two seeds. They each get a bye. And the six seed Toronto Blue Jays would take on the Minnesota Twins, the three seed, and the Seattle Mariners. Yes, the drought is over. Not quite yet. But the five seed Seattle Mariners would take on the four seed Tampa Bay Rays. Right now, on the outside, looking in, Boston. Uh, They would not be in the playoffs if the season ended today. San Francisco, not in the playoffs if the season ended today. A lot of time to be worked out, a lot of schedule to be played. But right now, that's what your playoff matchups would be if the season ended today. And now it's time for a little cup of Brooksy.
1: Yo, what up, guys? Home run derby. Let's talk home run derby. I mean, oh, by the way, we're going to call this cup of Brooksy. You you got a cup of Joe. we'll We'll have a little coffee in the morning together beat that right Got a little ball got some coffee uh but yeah let's talk home run derby today there's some bets out there i don't know if you guys like betting baseball or not um i really betted a whole lot i do a little bit i do betting shows on for cbs and stuff like that but it still feels weird for me to bet it myself just because i play ball but um there's a few bets here i want to look at we can talk about you guys feel free to comment your your picks and whatever you think but um we're gonna start with the longest home run i like pete alonzo why not? Right? He's a champ. Um, in my experiences in LA, the ball flies the most before the sun goes down. For some reason, when the sun goes down, it dies down a little bit, um, and it doesn't go as it doesn't go as far. So, I think Pete Alonso is going to be the most comfortable number one in the in the first round. He's won the last two uh, derbies, um, so he's going to feel really good. He's going to feel confident in himself and all that fun stuff. Um, and yeah, like I said, that first round before the sun goes down. Ball's gonna fly a little bit, so I'll go Pete Alonzo. The over under right now is at 492 and a half. How they got that half, I have no idea, but I'm actually gonna take the under. I know the baseball's been a little weird this year. Who, who knows? It's a home run derby, so they might be hitting Pro V1s and they'd be flying out of the stadium. Um, but another thing, like I said, bef- before the sunset, so the first round really, um, the balls fly, right? They'll be flying. But the issue with that that will combat that is early. So as a visiting player, we used to take batting practice around 5.15, 5.15 to like 6 o'clock. Um, the shadows are awful. It's really hard to pick up the ball. I know they're not having to deal with sliders, changeups, 100 miles an hour, this and that. It's just batting practice. But even that, like your timing, your, your uh, depth perception, all that's a little off. So um, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I don't think the guys are going to be squaring up as many baseballs in that first round uh, as, as we're used to seeing. But second round, third round. It's really going to start to fly as the shadows get out of there the backdrop gets uh is not as bright and the guys are able to see the ball better. But I'm going to go under uh 492 and a half for now. Uh most home runs in the first round. I'm going to go Juan Soto. Why not? I mean, this guy is a special player. We know how good he is. He just I think he's a little in an uncomfortable spot right now. He's coming into uh the Home Run Derby and the whole world knows he just turned down half a million, half a billion, excuse me, a B. Half a billion dollars from the Nationals, and I think he comes in hot. I think he comes out of the gates flying and just kind of be like, yeah, you know what? I'm worth that money. I'm going to show it. I don't think he gets to the finals, though. I think he has a big first round. Um, another bet, AL or NL? I'm going NL. The numbers, I mean, NL out outnumbers uh, the AL five players to three. And the three AL players aren't your prototype home run derby guys. Um, but teaser, one of the AL guys... I might have in the finals. Hold on, I'll get to that. Uh, so, in the finals, long tease, right? You had to wait a long time for that. I got Kyle Schwarber, Kyle from Waltham, uh, going up against Julio Rodriguez. I got Julio Rodriguez taking down the two-time champ, Pete Alonso in the semifinals. I got the kid, this kid is special. He's gonna be, I think he has, ends up with a 30-30 season this year as a rookie. Uh, he just has all the tools. I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be exciting. He's not dealing with time change. He's on the West Coast. Pete's coming from the East Coast. Could be a little tired, this and that. Whatever. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But I, I'm kind of just hoping for, for J-Rod to be there because I think he's such a special player. I think he's up for the big moment. Uh, I don't think it'll be too big for him. I think he'll, he'll get the nerves out of the way early, lock it in, get to the finals. But my winner, Kyle Schwarber. This guy's got a perfect swing for this. I know Pete is built for the Home Run Derby, but I think it's Schwarber's year. Got 29 homers in 89 games. And I think his, let me see. Yeah, his career high in 2019 was 38. He's got 60 more games, 70 more games. He's got like 70 more games to hit uh nine more. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna surpass his career high if he's healthy, <clears throat> obviously. But I think he's had a super, super short, short swing. Uh, and and you know, wasted movement and this type of home run derby. You we're trying to get as many swings off as possible. Physically, you're just drained and you're exhausted. And then if you look at the analytics side, um, he just hits bombs, right? 96 percentile in average and max uh, exit velocity, hundredth percentile and barrel percentage, which barrel is exit velo of at least 98 miles an hour and a launch angle between 26 and 30 degrees, so balls that are just completely launched. So, anyways, that's all I got. Just want to say good morning, cup of Brooksy. See you guys tomorrow. Enjoy
0: the Home Run Derby. May balls fly everywhere in Los Angeles County. We will have a full one-hour normal, regularly scheduled Wake and Rake podcast episode this week. We promise don't miss us too much in the meantime. Until tomorrow, we will have a Rake 10 Mignogna. Talk about the All-Star game. Maybe do a little recap of the Home Run Derby. We'll talk Mignana, people. Peace out.